This is The Real Estate Show with Kevin Turner on Brisbane's 4BC. And it's great to be back with you too and another spectacular day in southeast Queensland. Wonderful day in Brisbane. We are going to talk about real estate for the next hour. And I've got to say that the head of the state's uh, premier industry group is a little bit uptight at the fact that we don't take, uh, we're not prouder uh, than we should be of uh, what's happening in our state, particularly when it comes to property. So I'll talk to Antonia Mercarell about that and we'll just see how angry. She never gets angry. Well, she does sometimes, but I don't think she's angry about this. She's just a little bit frustrated. So we'll talk to her about that. I'm going to take you to an island which is only about 20 or 30 minutes from Brisbane and uh, to a spectacular home that's, uh, that's high-tech. But if you buy this place, well, if you buy the boat, you get the house. But... It's probably got to be the most expensive boat in the world. We'll find out about that. Our lead story today is uh, something we're, we're trying to give uh, first home buyers a bit of a leg up. Uh, the uh, Treasurer Josh Frydenberg's announcement uh, last week that the government's first home loan um, deposit scheme would be extended was equally welcomed by home buyers as, as well as those in the property industry. And Antonio Mercarello will have a view on that as well. The scheme allows you to take out a loan with as little as a 5% deposit and no mortgage insurance, which is a big blocker. Uh, So later in the show, I'm going to talk about that, the pros and cons of buying new, buying established, a bit of a leg up for first home buyers. And we'll also have a look at just how many uh, properties are available that could meet the uh, standards set down in the first home loan deposit scheme and the suburbs that you can have a look at. That's coming up later in the show. And we're going to round the show out today with... uh, Well, I'm going to ask the question. Do you know the origin of the ground floor powder room? Well, I'm going to tell you, and you'll be quite surprised just how old it is, but I'll also tell you about the the room that's now being heralded as the new hot property must-have, and that's in... Uh, in, in homes. We'll, we'll talk about that and how you can design it and where it is and you might want to add it to your home if it's going to add a lot more value. 10 past 8, 4 BC. You're listening to the man with his finger on the pulse of the market. The Real Estate Show with Kevin Turner on Brisbane's 4 BC. And talking about the pulse of the market, no one uh, keeps an eye on that more than the uh, than Antonia Mercarella, the CEO for the REIQ. Good morning, Antonia. Good morning, Kevin. Did you hear me? Are you angry? <laughs> I heard you refer to me as being uptight. I think you've been spending some time with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, actually, uh, tongue-in-cheek, because I was oh, no, at, at that um, luncheon, that delightful luncheon that we had about a week ago, and I mentioned it last yeah. week on the show, and you spoke there about how, as Queenslanders, we should be prouder of what we have to offer, especially when it comes to property. We've, we've for so long, lived in the shadow of Sydney and Melbourne, but, by gee, I tell you what, right now... Isn't Queensland in the box seat, Antonia? Absolutely, Kevin. I couldn't agree with you more. I think, uh, let's be honest, there's really nowhere on earth we'd, any of us would rather be than Queensland right now. I'm I'm blessed, actually. Today, we're, we're having a long weekend at the Sunshine Coast, and it is just mm. glorious. Whereabouts? Oh, you're there now. In Noosa, yes. Oh, yeah. I was there. Noosa. I was there on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Noosa. Oh, yeah. there you go. There yeah. you go. And look, I think you're right. And look, mm. I don't think it's that 
just to be clear, I actually think most Queenslanders actually appreciate how fantastic this state is. I think it's the media has been so focused on Sydney and Melbourne. Yes, yes. It, you know, we've got this sort of focus on those two cities and I really think now is the time for our Sunshine State uh, to, to be, pardon the pun, shining. And I think what we're seeing is just all these, in, you know, the demand from interstate has yeah. never been as fierce as it is right now. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we had Simon Presley on the show from Propertyology, and he at the time was the first to come out a couple of weeks ago and did it on this show and said that uh, Queensland's in for a bit of a boom. He's predicting anything up to 20%. Interesting. Antonia, that we now see CoreLogic's figures coming out saying that um, property sales have jumped by about 20 to 21% June, July. Mm. But mm. also the economists who were predicting that prices would fall by 10% are now saying that they're going to increase by 20%. Um, and that's in Brisbane City. It's quite it, a remarkable turnaround. Isn't it an extraordinary mark around, it's amazing. turnaround? Yeah. It, it really is. And look, I've got to say, as you know, you heard me say it at that lunch. I do think that too many people came out too soon after this pandemic and made some pretty extreme predictions. And I think what we're experiencing is something unprecedented. And I think we've got to be very careful when we make predictions like that, because even though those predictions have not played out, they do have an impact on consumer confidence. Absolutely. Uh, And so we've got to be really careful when we make predictions like that, because of course, you know, uh, since the onset, and here we are today in mid-October, we know so much more about the pandemic. And in terms of the impact it's had on the property market here in Queensland, the, the figures don't lie. It has not, uh, you know, our, our property market is standing really firm. And if anything, as you heard me say at that lunch, our biggest challenge, Kevin, is not dropping property prices. Our biggest challenge is that the demand is so strong and we simply don't have the supply to meet that demand. And and actually what's happening is that's driving up prices. Mm. So property prices, are that's, that's not the issue. Yeah, well, it's coming from so many areas. And, and I guess you've really got to feel sorry for first-home buyers because we've got upgraders who are taking advantage of really low interest rates. And there's a prediction that they may even drop further, which is quite amazing. We would never have thought that six months ago Um, but also um, people you know now motivated working from home uh, and and how they're probably more settled in their properties now so that's even going to bring on less properties onto the market so uh, you know infrastructure um, projects that are that are coming ahead also job creation programs all of this is adding to the demand with a lack of supply Absolutely. And I think to your point of of people being able to work from home, I think what we're seeing, I think that's why we're seeing these lifestyle locations just suddenly. There's so much interest. Sunshine Coast and Gold Coast, agents are just run off their feet. And I think that's because people are really, there's a few things at play there. I think this pandemic has uh, caused us all to think about the quality of life and and perhaps a slower pace seems more appealing to us. And, and I think we've seen, we've been able to demonstrate that we can work quite successfully from home. Now, obviously, when we come out of this pandemic, I expect that we'll go back to, to some extent, returning to work physically will still happen, but we're probably likely to see hybrid models emerging. And I think in that context, 
living sort of slightly away from from the the capital city in that state is actually a far more appealing proposition and something that is far more uh, achievable than what perhaps we thought but before this uh, before this sort of pandemic descended upon us. Mm. Uh, a sobering view too that um, it's you know whenever there's an upside there's nearly always a downside and I think the thing we've got to be careful of is just what's going to happen with commercial property we touched on this last week and I think there's you know one really doesn't know what's going to happen because even now and I think the the mayor when he spoke at that luncheon that you and I attended or that you spoke at last week uh, he was he, he gave a staggering figure about the number of vacancies in central Brisbane yeah, that's right, Kevin. Look, I, I, I can speak with, with confidence when I talk about the residential property market in Queensland, but you're quite right. I think commercial, the commercial market is challenged. And, and when I talk about the commercial market, that, that encompasses retail, office, uh, industrial, uh, the whole spectrum. I think retail, as we all know, even before COVID uh, came into our lives, that was a challenged space as a result of of online shopping and uh, and just that we're we're, we're shopping um, locally and going into physical shops a heck of a lot less than we used to. So retail was already challenged, and then of course in that office area, because we've got so many people working from home now, uh, we're we're quite concerned about about where that that where commercial office um, leasing and purchasing uh, how that's going to be impacted in the longer term. And it is a conversation that is being had at local government level as well as state government level. And there's a number of stakeholders involved in those discussions. I think what we all recognise is that greater flexibility and some really innovative thinking is going to be required so that we can continue to support this commercial space because you only have to walk down... Uh, you know, into the city or, or even in your suburbs yes. and, and you can see so many spaces right. yep. up for lease and it's it's really heartbreaking. And so we've got to start looking at ways to perhaps create better flexibility, encourage more people to start businesses, offer more support to those mm, people. Mm. Um, you know, it may be that those the normal commercial terms we've seen in that area probably need to change quite dramatically. So... That's absolutely the space we're all watching and, uh, and and I think everyone's got their thinking caps on as to how we can do more to support uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and commercial uh, property owners. A discussion for another day. I also wanted to touch uh, base with you on low vacancy rates. We are out of time. Yes. We might actually do that if... Uh, I think I'd like to have a look during the week at the impact of this because it's going to have a dramatic impact for renters. It's uh, an I'd, extraordinary impact yeah, already so, we're seeing that. Yeah, I'd like to look at it during the week, maybe catch up with you again next week, Antonia, because I think Sounds it's a very, great, very red-hot topic. So, Absolutely. Hey, enjoy your time at Noosa. Thank you for Thank giving you. us your time this morning. All the best to your husband. Tell him... Um, <laughs> well, you tell him whatever you want. Okay, have a great... Weekend. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. It is 18 past 8 for BC. After the break, I'm going to take you to an island that's about 20 or 30 minutes away, and we're going to look at a high tech uh, property and we'll talk to the agent about it and uh, just how it's going out in the suburbs and so close to Brisbane. 18 and a half past 8 for BC.